Good morning, guys and girls. Welcome back to the RR Show, the best show on the internet. <laughs> Bringing you the best Reddit stories that we can find, and at this point, we're pretty damn good at that. My name's Andy, and I am going to be taking you on a journey today, because today we're diving into a little bit of r slash let's not meet. But before we do that, just in case we scare you off with these fantastic stories, make sure you hit follow now so that you can see our new episodes when we drop those. But without further ado, here is our first story from you slash dreams child. One decision. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the I-don't-care oh, crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. When I was a teenager. I was a goth. Black hair, black clothes, black makeup, even had a pair of combat boots. My friends and I, in typical goth fashion, hung out at the local cemetery. We started going as a joke, but soon discovered we liked the peace we found there. That all changed one night. My friend called to see if I wanted to hang out, and I did. None of our other friends were available. They were either working or recovering from partying the night before, so... We were on our own. My friend picked me up and we drove up to the cemetery. We were hanging out, smoking cigs and bullshitting about the latest issues she was having with her boyfriend when we noticed at the top of the hill we were on, about a hundred feet away, a bonfire had been lit. You have to understand that this cemetery is about a block off campus of a major university and it's not uncommon for college students to go there to party. My friend and I sighed, knowing that we would have to get going soon. It was illegal to be in the cemetery after dark, and we knew the police would show up because some jerks had decided to light a bonfire. We decided to finish our cigs and then take off. Just then, the most horrible stench came wafting down from the hill, from the direction of the bonfire. My friend gagged and covered her mouth. I groaned and said, what the hell? My friend shook her head saying, I don't know what they're doing. Let's just leave. We get in the car and one of us suggested, I honestly don't remember who, maybe we should just go up and see what they're doing. My stomach turned and a cold shiver went through my body. My friend must have had the same feeling because at the same time we both said, Nah, we should leave. My friend turned the car on, switched on her headlights, put the car in reverse and looked over her shoulder before starting to back up. I was still looking up the hill. A figure stepped in front of the bonfire. I could only see a silhouette, but I was sure whoever it was was watching us. A feeling of terror hit me and I said, Go, 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 go! 
getting louder and more panicked with each word. My friend looked back up the hill for a second, and just as the figure took a step towards her, she slammed on the gas and peeled out, going in reverse down the hill. She rammed the gear shift into drive, and we were out. We didn't say anything for a while until she said, What the hell were they burning? I shook my head. I don't know. She dropped me off at home, and I went to bed. The next morning, I woke up and went out to the kitchen. My mum was there drinking her morning coffee and I joined her. We talked about her job for a bit when she suddenly comes up with, Did you hear what happened last night? I shrug and say no. I'd just gotten up. She tells me that a woman we worked with was kidnapped from the parking garage. Oh my god, I say. Did they find her? Yeah. But too late, she replies. Whoever took her, raped her and murdered her. They found her this morning up in the cemetery. They tried to dispose of her body in a bonfire. I froze. My brain was going a mile a minute. The realization slowly creeping up. That's what the smell was. Needless to say, I never hung out at the cemetery at night again. I think back to our decision to leave instead of investigating the fire. That one decision could have changed everything. So, dark silhouette in the bonfire? Let's not meet. You know how when you watch every horror movie ever, all you think is you sit there screaming at the TV, LEAVE! JUST BLOODY LEAVE ALREADY! That's exactly what was ringing through my head, but then they left and I'm like, but wait, now, what happens with the story now? <laughs> Alright, our next story is from Literate Pump. The woman on my porch. When I was about 10 or 11 years old, I shared a room with my older brother who was around 15. We live in a suburb area in New York. Not the greatest area, but not riddled with crime. There are two windows in my room, one that overlooks the backyard and one that connects to the front porch. It came in quite handy for my brother to sneak out and meet with friends. If you step out the window, you are on the porch so anyone on the porch can access this window. I was never bothered by that thought because, quite honestly, it had never crossed my mind. My bed was touching this window while my brother's bed was perpendicular to mine. It was an odd setup, but that's beside the point. Now, this was before we had any sort of smartphone or laptop to keep ourselves occupied at night, so when we weren't sleepy, we'd just stay up and talk to each other and make up dumb games to pass the time. This event took place during the summer. We stayed up well into the late hours of the night, perks of having no school. It was probably around 2am and eventually we're playing a game where one of us was a goalkeeper and the other was taking a shot. Like football, soccer, that sort of thing. We would both say at the same time either left, centre or right. If the goalkeeper guessed the same as the one taking the shot, he would get a point, and if the person taking the shot said a position other than what the goalie said, then they got a point. We went for a couple of rounds at this, and I was beating his ass. Not that that's relevant. I don't remember what round we were on, but we did our 3, 2, 1 countdown. My brother, the goalkeeper, said left. I, the shooter, said center. The voice from outside the porch window said left. Me and my brother froze. We had the shade down, but my mum had left the porch light on, so that was the only light illuminating our room. 
the dim porch light coming in from the borders of the shade. At the time, in my house, was my mother on the opposite side of the house, my sister in the room over, my dad in the basement, and me and my brother shitting our pants, practically. We waited for what seemed like an hour, but was probably only 30 to 45 seconds when we heard a giggle and a playful knock at the window. Let's do another round, come on boys! The voice said in a cheerful, playful tone. Honestly, I want to say it was a scary voice and sounded menacing, but it didn't. It sounded like a woman not too old, but not young, and it was just normal. Like a normal sounding voice, nothing off about it besides where it was coming from and the time it came. Me and my brother were seriously freaked out, and I was about to break down because of how close I was to this woman. I thought that all I had to do was lift the shade and I'd be face to face with this person and that scared the shit out of me. Made me go still and stiff as if I'd just looked into Medusa's eyes. After a while of me and my brother not responding, my brother started slowly moving from his bed to the door as not to make a noise. As my brother was tiptoeing to the door, the sound of nails being run down the window started. It was very slow from top to bottom. At that point, my brother made it to the door. He looked back at me and brought his finger to his lip, gesturing to keep quiet. Once the nails stopped running down my window, I heard her light footsteps make their way off the porch and disappear. I laid there for an eternity, not moving until my brother returned, and I saw my mother move hastily by my door, making her way to the front door. The porch light flipped off, and I was left in darkness with my brother waiting in the doorway for my mum's return. I heard my mum call my dad up the stairs and his groggy, annoyed footsteps coming upstairs. They talked, then came into me and my brother's room and we relayed what had happened. Apparently, my mum caught sight of the lady turning out of our driveway, on foot, behind some tall bushes. Thank God we had a long driveway, otherwise my mum probably would have thought we were crazy. Considering no harm was done besides leaving me terrified in my window, my parents didn't call the police. They just thought it was really weird and stayed up the rest of the night to make sure she didn't return. I'm 17 now. My brother's in college, so I have the room to myself. My bed still touches the window because I'm too lazy to move the rest of the furniture in my room so I can move my bed. The shade to that window has not been opened since that incident and probably never will. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We are making fresh, hot content over there just for the YouTube channel. It's all original, and uh, our last video was a particularly scary one from r slash no sleep. It's uh, apparently making people uncomfortable, <laughs> but it's r slash no sleep. It's kind of meant to, right? Our next story on the podcast today, though, is from Dear Habby, Hot Springs Hunters. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? 
We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. So I take my dad's ashes up to the Glacier National Park every year. I live in Colorado when this story happens, and I was headed south through Idaho after I had visited Montana. My car broke down in Salmon, Idaho, and a nice man helped me out. I was headed through the mountains to Boyce to visit a friend. It was about a five-hour drive before I entered the truly mountainous section of Idaho. I saw a hot spring on the side of the two-lane highway along the Salmon River. I decided I'd take a dip after the stress of having my car break down. The hot spring had a bathhouse up at the top near the road and a wheelchair ramp that went down to the area near the spring, where they were on the side of the river. People had created like little bath-shaped sections in the river that were separated by river stones. Actually, you could sit in a spot that was shaped like a hot tub, so that it held the water from the hot spring while the river rushed over it. I got out my car and headed down to the hot spring. I took my dog with me. It was twilight. About every half an hour a car passed by. Knowing that I was alone, essentially I took off my top. I was sitting in the hot spring and actually took a photo of a car approaching. The car pulled up next to mine, in front of the bathhouse. It was a truck, with three men in it. Seamlessly, one man got out of the driver's seat and two men got out of the passenger side. They moved without qualms, and were covered in heavy black gear. They looked like hunters. I couldn't see the expressions on their faces. The driver headed down to the wheelchair ramp towards me, not hesitating. He took big, long strides. I recognized that there was danger. The two passengers from the other side of the car headed down the steep bank along the wheelchair ramp, taking a shortcut. I was stuck in between both parties. Hastening, I hid and dressed myself underwater while my dog growled. He never growls. I've only heard him growl all of twice in my life, and this was the second time. The driver kept on walking towards me. He walked out onto the rocks into the river, continuously walking toward me even though he was covered in heavy gear that could get him waterlogged if he fell in the river. The other two passengers from the side of the car were also walking out on the rocks, directly in front of me. The driver got so close that I had to grab my dog before he lashed out at the driver. I was freaking out. The man was walking out onto the stones, so that he could reach me. He was not hesitating. I couldn't see his face. I grabbed my phone, my keys, and my clothes. I dragged my dog in between the two parties, my heart in my ears. The driver would not stop. He turned around very quickly, making an arc, coming for me. He was still taking big strides. The passengers were walking towards me as well. 
I was trapped between them. I ran up the bank, dragging my dog pretty much by his collar all the way into my car. The only way I could get into my car without them grabbing me was by throwing my dog into the back, lunging myself into the passenger side door of my car. I threw my keys into the ignition, turned them, right when the men were walking up between my car and their car. I happened to hit the lock button on the door right when they walked up. Before anything else happened, or before I saw their faces, I ended up throwing myself into the driver's seat, reversing my car and hightailing it out of there. I drove about 20 minutes down the road. I crossed the river on the bridge and hid my car behind a bank near the other campers. It was well hidden from the main road. The campers were looking at me wondering what was going on. I sat and I waited. Another 10 minutes passed by and lo and behold, the truck drove by. The hunters were looking for me. I managed to wait another half an hour and then drove up to the mountains, over to Boyce and into safety. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.